just to get a little sense of um, our bodies. Are there any um, special places that I need to be aware of as I'm offering guidance? Like knees. Um, Is anyone going to have like trouble getting down into table position on hands and knees? Okay. Okay. I'm sorry? Oh, okay. So you can get down into table. Okay. Good. You have, do you have a? Oh, you're going to use a mat maybe to cushion your feet, your your knees. Very good. Are there any other um, things that I need to be aware of in the room? I have um, hypermobility syndrome, so it's where your double jointedness only pretty extreme. So I just have to. I just, I'll just adjust to make yeah. sure I'm not. Okay. Like for instance, now I can go knees flat before, but I don't do it because. Okay. Yeah. So is it in the wrist as well? Everything. Everything. Okay. Beautiful. So I um I want to invite everyone to take my guidance as mere suggestions. Um listen to your body and bring a sense of kindness and awareness to the needs of your body. Abandon any ideas of what you're supposed to be doing or any high, any comparisons to what else is happening in the room. Allow your awareness to simply be with the uniqueness of your own body. If I um, move us into sustaining postures where we're holding postures, I want to invite you now to listen And if you need to come out of that posture and find a resting position and perhaps re-enter, please do so because I don't want you to feel like you have to hold it because we're holding it. So really take care of your body and, um, and I welcome you all to our morning movement practice. I'm Amana, and I'm um, subbing for Ashley, which I do from time to time. I was here last week. I see some of you were here last week, and I'll be here next week. Um, Ashley is still recovering from... Oh, is it Thanksgiving? Oh, hmm. (laughs) You know, I'm not sure about that, actually. Maybe not. Let me see here. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'll be here on the 30th, so no class next week on Thanksgiving. I got my days a little mixed up there. I'm thinking we're closer to the end of the month than we actually are. So no class next week, but I will be here on the 30th. So um, Ashley is still recovering. She had surgery I think it was Friday, and um, her 
the information I got from her on Monday is that all went well, but she still needs some recovery time. Uh, hello. I thought that might be the case. <laughs> she, you know, like Thursday, she was like, well, you know, I just might be back next week. And I was like, mm, okay, well, just really take care of yourself. And that's what I'm offering to everyone here. Really bring a kindness to your bodies. So at this time, I want to invite you into a comfortable seated position. Um, Once again, get into a position that your body wants. If it is to allow your legs to flow out in front of you. If you are sitting um, in any modification of lotus... You really want your thighs and your shins, excuse me, to rest on the earth or to rest on something. The natural state of the body is ease. And it's ease that we're looking for in all of our postures. If your knees are up, that means that your body has some constriction in it. And that's not going to be easeful. If you do want to sit this way and your knees are up, you might want to get something to go up under them. Um, Otherwise, just let them flow out into the room. Lean forward slightly and see if you can feel your sit bones. That's really the base that you want to um, touch the earth. And draw in a deep breath and allow the spine to grow long to the extent that you can. Drawing the shoulders back towards the rear wall. Allowing the neck to be an extension of the spine long all the way through to the crown of the head. And the chin is parallel to the earth. Maybe even tuck slightly in towards the chest. Draw in three deep nourishing breaths now. And on each inhale, reach the crown of the head up. And on each exhale, allow everything to release down towards the earth. Feel the earth element in the body, the hardness of the bones, the foundation of your seat resting on the earth, and the earth holding you just as you are, asking nothing of you. Actually, there's nothing of her to ask, as your body belongs to the earth. Now scan the body from the touch points of the earth up. Seek out any places of tightness, holding, or constriction. And send the breath right into those places. The ankles, the heels of the feet. The knees, hips. Let the hips just fall down towards the earth. Release all the muscles of the abdomen. Allowing the belly to fully feel on the inhale. 
And notice how the navel naturally contracts towards the spine on the exhale. The shoulders fall away towards the earth. Notice your fingers and your hands and allow them to lay softly wherever they are. Full deep breaths. Now bring your awareness to the abdomen and allow it to feel completely. And on the next inhale, feel the abdomen and draw that breath up into the mid-lung. Notice how the rib cage flares out to make room for the lungs to expand. Bring that loving awareness inside the body. Notice how the lungs press against the heart, massaging it forward. Pressing it up and out through the door of the rib cage. And on the next inhale, feel the lungs to capacity, drawing the oxygen and the energy of prana all the way up into the collarbones, into the hollow there, all the way into the apex of the lungs. And on your next inhale, retain the breath. And listen to your body in that stillness. Retain the breath and notice the point at which your body really wants to exhale, not your mind. Let me ask you to participate in that two more times. Inhaling all the way up, three-part breath. Retaining the breath at the apex of the inhale. Relax the body as you retain. Perhaps you notice the heartbeat. What is coming alive inside your inner terrain? Bring your awareness there. And at the end of your third retention, simply allow the breath to drift back to its new rhythm and pace and see if you notice any difference from when you entered the room and how it is now. And 
And on the next inhale, I invite you to bring the palms of the hands together in front of the heart center. Lift the heart up to meet it. Take a deep breath and drift the hands out away from the hips, fingertips down into your mat. The heart is open. Press down into the heel of the right hand. Take a deep breath. Turn the left palm up and reach your arm up overhead. Simply straight up. Have no destination here. Reach through the fingertips. Take a deep breath there. You may want to walk the fingers of the right hand away a little bit more. Another deep breath, and on the exhale, reach the left fingertips over to the right side. Take your time. There's no rush. There's no hurry. Only a journey. Allow that left shoulder to fall towards the back body. Sink the left hip joint down into the earth. Listen to your body. Do not overextend. And breathe into any places that have come alive. Inhale the fingertips up. Exhale the palm out, away from the body, and drift it slowly down on the exhale. And feel the effects of that movement and any difference on either side of the body. Take a deep breath now and press the left heel, the hand, the heel of the left hand down into your mat. Inhale the right palm up, straight overhead. Reach all the way up. If it's available to you, walk the fingers of the left hand away from the body. And you may even be able to bend the elbow to increase the length on the right side of the body. Another deep breath here. Roll the right shoulder back. Exhale the fingertips over to the left side. Stick the right hip down to the earth. And look up through the ceiling. Find a place of comfort and ease here as you allow the right side of the body to open. Feel the ball of the upper arm in the shoulder socket. Take a deep breath. Press down into the heel of the left hand and allow the body to come all the way up. Inhale, fingers to the ceiling. Exhale, turn the palm out and drift the right hand down. Inhale through the crown of the head. Exhale, the chin to chest. And inhale, gliding the chin across the collarbones to the right shoulder. See if you can touch the collarbones with the chin. Inhale at the apex of that movement and exhale to the opposite side. And continue with this sweeping movement. Windshield wiping the chin across the collarbones at your own pace. Allowing the breath to initiate the movements. Give yourself permission to pause and linger and breathe into any places of tightness 
deep inhales at the apex of the movement, full exhales as you sweep across. And two more sweeps to either side. And on that second exhale, find the chin at the center point. Take a deep breath here again and cascade the crown of the head down towards the earth, rounding the back. Bring the hands to the um, knees, to the lower thigh. Take a deep breath. Reach the torso out of the pelvis as though you were dropping the heart onto your mat. Inhale the back of the head towards the rear wall. And round the back, chin to chest. And cascade down. Exhale. Slide the torso out of the pelvis. Inhale all the way back up and continue at your own pace, allowing the breath to initiate each movement. And two more rounds of cascading down, rounding the back up. And find the body at stillness. Notice the hands. Draw the shoulders up to the ears. Slide them forward. Round the back. And continue to release the shoulders. The upper back. And allow the hands to join in the movement. Perhaps making circles around the knees and into the mid-thigh. And take a deep breath on the exhale, reverse directions. Now drawing the shoulders all the way back. Squeeze the shoulder blades together. Open the heart. Slide the shoulders down the back. Inhale forward and up. Exhale, squeeze. And two more rounds. And at the end of that second exhale, allow the shoulders to simply slide down away from the ears. Pay attention to the body now. Notice what's come alive. Chin parallel to the earth. Tuck slightly in towards the chest to allow the back of the neck to be long. And I invite you at this time to bring the body to standing, taking your time and notice every muscle that moves and stretches to get you there. Full body awareness. Come to standing in whatever way your body prefers. And find a solid mountain posture, feet feet parallel to each other. Simply begin to sway the body, allowing the back of the hand to gently 
massage the kidneys just below the rib cage back there. A gentle swaying at first. Continue to open up the spine. You may want to lift up on one heel as you turn. And as the spine releases, you may begin to really start looking towards the back wall. And allow the arms to drift up, maybe patting the shoulders now. And if it's available to you, perhaps swinging the arm up wide. Opening the space in the armpit. The muscles up under the breast. And breathe. Begin to bring the arms a little bit lower, back to the shoulders. How loose is the neck and the head? Back of the hand, back to the kidneys. And slowly bring the body to stillness. Feet are hip-width apart, parallel to each other, or whatever stands is good for your particular bone structure. Take a deep breath here and let it out with a sigh. And we will swing the arms and step. A little coordination. <laughs> if it's available to you, you might want to put your hand on the hip to the side that you're going to. Awareness is inside the body. Notice what's opening for you. two more rounds if that's okay with your body Hmm. and come to stillness pay attention to what's happening inside how's your breath your heartbeat And step forward slightly with the right foot. Bring the arms out in front of you. Allow them to drift up overhead. Bringing them down along the body. 
down the back of the body, the front of the leg. Inhale up. Exhale down. And continue with this movement, allowing your breath to initiate the inhale, the uphill, the <laughs> the inhale, the exhale. <laughs> full breaths up, full release down. Feel free to give yourself a slight back bend as the arms rise up. Two more rounds here at your own pace. Lovingly caressing the body. Roll the arms up. Take a deep breath at the apex. Exhale, turn the palms forward and allow them to come down towards the face, the neck, the heart, the abdomen, alongside the body and step back to meet the left foot. Knees are slightly bent. And notice any pulsation, heartbeat, breath. Roll to the inner arches of the feet. Pour the weight into the right side and step forward slightly with the left foot. Find your balance here. And inhale the arms up. Exhale down. At your own pace. Drawing the energy of the earth, pulling it up from the center core, allowing it to cascade down on your body, massaging both the front and the back. A gentle kindness do we give these vessels that hold our being.
Notice your toes, are they gripping the earth? What can you relax as you affect the grace of this movement? And two more rounds here. How much kindness can you bring the body? And as you allow the arms to raise up, step forward. Take a deep breath, turn the palms towards the body and slowly pour that energy from the palms of the hands onto the forehead, the third eye, the throat chakra. The heart perhaps linger there. The abdomen. The root. Around the hips. Hmm. And shift your shoulders around. Let them fall into place. Draw them up towards the ears, all the way up. Squeeze everything together, the toes, the hands. Hold the breath, close the eyes, all of the orifices of the body. Deep breath, let it out with a sigh. (sighs) No sighs. Let's try it again. All the way up, squeeze everything. Oops, you went faster than me. (sighs) Okay, we're going to do it together. Inhale, all the way up. Hold the breath, retain it. Squeeze tight everything, the toes. And exhale. Hmm. And just simply stand. Allow the knees to be relaxed. And bringing the hands together in a soft fist, tucking the thumbs in as well. Bring the arms up and rotate the wrist. And reverse directions. Notice how it feels to lift the arms up. And open and close the fingers. Also the thumbs. And rotate. And reverse. And allow the hands to drift down. Come to just about midway on your mat. And once again, step forward with the right foot. Stepping into the lifeboat of our lives. Reach the arms out in front of you. All the way up. The mist is rising. And bring the hands down right to the chest. The fists are soft as you roll forward. And bring the oars all the way back. And roll forward. 
Lifting the rear heel as you come forward. And the front toes as you go back. And allow the whole body to be a part of this. Notice if you can find the grace and ease of your movement. Exhale forward, inhale back. Bring the whole body into the movement. Don't be afraid to look behind you as you bring your oars back, rolling across to the farther shore. In the lifeboat, rowing through the mist, through the unclarity of life, finding the Father Shore with grace and ease of motion, patience. What can you let go of in these movements? Can you caress the oars sweetly, softly, without any anxiety or irritation or rush? And we're approaching the shore. And as you bring the oars back for a final time, step back with the right foot. Bring the hands forward to the waist and allow yourself to feel the mist. And allow the arms to drift down gently, resting alongside the body. Standing on the farther shore. Roll into the inner arches of the feet. Slide the eyes closed and simply feel the effects of the journey. Release the muscles of the abdomen, the jaw, shoulders. Are dancing with gravity being pulled down towards the earth. Feel any sensations in the hands. The knees are soft. The abdomen is relaxed. And take a deep breath. Pour the weight into the right side and step forward with the left foot. As we begin our return journey, feel the mist as we enter the stream. Bringing the hands down towards the chest and reaching forward and back. As you go back, if it's available to you, rock forward with the toes lifted 
And as you go forward, lift the rear heel only if it's available to you and it suits the balance of your body. And breathe. Allow the breath to be the wind drifting across this passage of water. As though you were dancing with the mist, becoming intimate and familiar with the lifeboat. body to improvise on the movement in whatever way your body needs. And on the next forward movement, step forward with the right foot. Allow the mist to rise above your head. And this time on the exhale, turn the hands towards the body, generating and shining that energy, that prana, the chi. Feel the body with this energy. Hmm. And bring the feet back to parallel. Take a deep breath in, come to the top of your mat. (laughs) Exhale, and on the next inhale, turn the palms of the hands up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, bend the knees, allow the arms to swan dive out as you tip the torso over the thighs. The hands drift down towards the earth, and if it's available to you, straighten the legs and allow the contents of the head to spill out onto the floor. Take a deep breath here. Bring the palms of the hands to the lower shin, flat table back. Another inhale. Exhale, fold from the hip joint. Bend the knees. The torso is resting on the thighs. Take a deep breath, tuck the tailbone under, round the back, and slowly allow the body to come to standing, vertebra by vertebra, stacking one on top of the other. Shoulders to the ears, round the back body, palms out, inhale all the way up. Bend the knees again. Tip the torso over the thighs. Drip the arms down towards the earth. Straighten the legs. Inhale the palms to the lower shin. Flat table back. The neck is long. Chin tucked into the chest. Deep breath. Exhale. Fully fold the body over. 
Bend the knees and inhale the arms out in front of you, reaching the upper arm alongside the ears. Palms facing each other. And begin to allow only the thumbs to draw the torso up, coming into chair posture. Rotate the shoulders in their socket and slide them down the back body. And breathe. Deep energy generating posture. Notice what comes alive in the body. And see if you can discern from what your mind is telling you and what the body wants. Tuck the tailbone under and back out. Take a deep breath, press down into all four corners of the feet and allow the body to come all the way up, reaching the fingertips towards the ceiling. Palms together, down the midline of the body. Slide the eyes closed. Notice what has come alive. Take a deep breath, turn the fingertips down. Big sun arms all the way up. Look up at the ceiling. This time, swan dive down, pressing the tailbone towards the rear wall. Deep breath, palms to upper shin, flat table back. The neck is long. Another inhale and exhale, fold the body over. Both hands reach down towards the floor. Pour the weight into the right foot and step back with the left. And bend the forward knee. Press out through the rear heel. Look down at the earth. Allow the spine to be long. Take a deep breath and straighten the forward knee, drawing the forehead down towards the knee. Lift the toes on the forward foot. Take a deep breath. Bend the forward knee again, both palms down on your mat. Slide the right foot back to meet the left. Come up on the toes. Press the weight all the way into the back of the legs, all the way up onto the toes. Take a deep breath here on the exhale. Release the left heel down to the earth. And inhale, release the right. And with the breath, continue to pad the heels down and up, walking the dog. And come all the way up on the toes. Press into the heel of the hand. Notice how the body, the weight of the body shifts back towards the legs. The tailbone is tipped up towards the earth. Take a deep breath and slide, glide the body forward into plank. Look down at the earth. Press out through the heels. Take a deep breath here. Come down on the knees. And while you're down here, if those who need a cushion for your knees, this is a good time to get it. And find the architecture of your table. The wrists are stacked right up under the shoulders. The hands are shoulder width apart. The hips are right over the knees. 
Take a deep breath. Tip the tailbone up. Sink the navel down towards the earth and look up over the forehead. Exhale. Tip the tailbone under. Round the back. The chin is the last part of the body to reach towards the chest. Inhale. Tailbone up. And continue with cat and cow. And on the next exhale, allow the body to come into a neutral position and table. Step the hands out, maybe about two hands um, um, length in front of you. Drop the pelvis down. Reach the heart up. Shift the hips over to the left side as you draw the hips back. And begin to circle the pelvis, bringing it down towards the earth. And two more rotations here. And at the end of that second rotation, reverse directions. Bring your awareness to the spine. And on the next exhale, come to stillness. And I invite you at this time to find your way down onto your back, taking your time and noticing exactly how you get there. And once you arrive, bend the knees and bring the feet to standing on your mat. And find a resting place here. Take a deep breath and on the exhale, shift both knees over to the left side. Inhale up and exhale to the right. And continue. And pick up the pace if, it, if you so desire. Or continue to make slow, languid movements, depending on what your body is requiring. Two more breaths here. And then bring the knees reaching towards the ceiling, back to stillness. Take a deep breath and draw the knees into the chest. Hands on top of the knees and circle the knees as though you had a pencil attached to them, making little round circles on the ceiling. Massage the sacrum. Big toes are touching each other. On 
on the next inhale, reverse direction. And if it's, if it's okay for your body, bring the chin to the chest and lift the torso up off of your mat slightly. And as you continue the rotation, slowly lower the torso back down, vertebra by vertebra, massaging the vertebrae, feeling into the rhomboid muscles tucked in between the shoulder blades, allowing the head to finally rest on the earth. Come to stillness, release the hands from the knees, If it's available to you, straighten the legs straight up towards the ceiling and drip the toes down towards the face. Press out through the heel. Rotate the ball of the femur in the hip socket outward. Take a deep breath here. And as your body requires... Release the breath. One more deep breath and begin to lower the legs, pressing out through the heel, pressing the back of the waist into your mat. Slowly lower the legs down. Engage the abdominals. And as the legs reach the earth, Allow both feet to fall out to the side. Turn the palms of the hands up. Find the breath. Find the heart. Slide the eyes closed. As we move into our final posture of Shavasana.
simply allow the sound of the bell to be the cue for you to cross the bridge of the breath back into the external world from your journey into your inner terrain. Notice any impulses to do anything. Is it possible to simply just remain exactly as you are? I invite you now to bend the knees and bring the feet to standing on your mat and rotate the wrist and bring the fingertips together. Press the right leg forward and in the air and release the ankle there. Allow the ankle to just twirl in the air. And allow that to drift down to your mat and switch to the opposite foot. And drift that down. And allow both knees to windshield wipe to and fro. Moving them both from one side to the other. And take a deep breath and on the exhale allow both knees to fall over to whatever side they're going to. And allow it to draw the body with it. And the opposite shoulder to fall forward. And see if you can make a little nest for your head to lay on the side, maybe with the upper arm. And feel into this original posture. Simply breathe into it. And when you're ready, I invite you to Allow the head to hang heavy and bring the body up using your forearm and your hand as gently and carefully as you can. Tender compassion for your body. Draw in three deep, nourishing breaths. Allow the spine to be long. Drink in all of the energy that you've moved, that you've gathered from the earth, from the atmosphere, and from each other. Notice if there's any difference in how the body feels now. 
and how it felt when you walked in through the doors. Mindful awareness of the body. Take a deep breath and bring the palms of the hands together over the heart center. And I offer you these phrases to offer to yourself of loving kindness. Allow them to drift into your consciousness and float down into the cellular structure of your body with conviction and intent. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and strong in mind, body, heart. May I be safe and protected from both external and internal harm. May I have an awakened heart and may I have ease. And may I and all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. I thank you for your time and your practice. Namaste. So we will move into our meditation session now. So just get whatever you need to do to prepare for that.
And I invite you to find that posture of full comfort and ease. The body loves to be at rest. Bring your awareness to the breath. And simply notice the many different qualities of the breath. The length of the inhale. The pause at the top of the breath. The length of the pause. The moment of intention as you just begin to exhale. Pause at the bottom of the breath, at the bottom of the exhale. And, and again, the, uh, the intention, the very second of that intention to inhale again. Is it a long breath or a short breath? Is it coming naturally or are you modulating it yourself? See if you can let go of any control, any need to make the breath something you think it should be. Where are you noticing the breath at? Is it at the tip of your nostrils? The chest rising and falling, perhaps the abdomen expanding and contracting? Or perhaps perhaps it's the whole body opening and folding back in. Wherever your focus is, maintain that focus there. And the invitation for this meditation is to recognize when the mind drifts from its object of focus. And again, do nothing. Simply notice. Allow it. 
a thought will always be accompanied by a body sensation. See if you can notice the pairing in the body. Discern the tone of the thought. Is it a pleasant thought? Is it unpleasant? Is it neither of those? This is the element of investigation. And finally, as you have done this dance with either the pleasant or the unpleasant, know that it is not who you are, whatever it is, and release it back to the breath. Recognize, allow, investigate, and know that it is not you. The acronym of RAIN. Find peace and ease in allowing without judgment, without pushing away in aversion without grasping on to the pleasant simply allow it to be like a leaf that you have examined all of the colors of floating down the stream coming into your vision and simply passing not you.
Notice if there's a pattern to the thoughts as they arise. If they have a predominant tone of unpleasant or pleasant or neither. As you recognize each thought, each crossing of the mind, bring your awareness to the body and begin to become intimate with the body sensation that accompanies that particular tone.
continue to recognize any object that may appear on the horizon of your mind. Allow it without pushing away or clinging. Bring curiosity in your investigation and release it back to whatever the focus is, wherever your anchor is, knowing that it is not you.
Is that on? So we will um, move into the next phase of our session today. Um, Those who are staying, please, um, I invite you to come closer. And um, it looks like we may have a really intimate group today. And um, also invite you to take care of yourself if you need to take a break and go to the bathroom or get some water. And um, let's see, we'll, we'll reconvene in just a few minutes whenever everyone gets settled and comes back.
It's always so lovely to come here and be with you. Um, how many here is their first time? Oh, good, beautiful, great. Um, we cycled in that meditation, we cycled through a number of the foundations of mindfulness. Well, not only in the meditation, but in our whole session today. Because when we're doing movement practice in that um, aware way, I mean, there's all kinds of movement. Yoga is calisthenics, and yoga is strengthening the body. And But, you know, we had a really mindful movement. And so that was a meditation in motion. And... Um, the first foundation of mindfulness, the first door to awakening is the body, mindfulness of the body. And then we, by doing the um, formula of RAIN, recognize, allow, investigate, and not self, we moved into mindfulness of the mind, noticing what comes into the horizon of our minds and really becoming familiar, developing some intimacy with it. And by discerning those objects that float in, whether they are pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. So mindfulness of the mind is the third um, foundation of mindfulness. And pleasant, unpleasant, or neither, neutral, is Vedana. And that's the second foundation of mindfulness. And we actually even moved into a little bit of the fourth foundation. By um, And the fourth foundation is fuller. There are five elements in there. But we really, by noticing what shows up on the horizon of our mind, we're really dancing with a hindrance to having clarity of mind. Because thoughts are hindrances, and they have qualities to them. They can be aversive, we can cling on to them, they can indicate a restlessness, so the five hindrances, um, I came up with a little formula because it took me years to remember them. And so they're yes, no, stop, go, maybe so, maybe not. And of course, yes is a sense desire. No is aversion, pushing away. Stop, they say sloth and torpor. I never would use those I never even used those words before, but, you know, sleepiness, boredom, um, go, restlessness, anxiety, and maybe not, maybe so, doubt. So, um, the qual- you know, the, those are the mm, characteristics of the thoughts that arise as hindrances. I wanted to um, 
to go down the road of Vedana because Vedana being feeling tone. Because I was infused with a lot of um, emotion. I probably covered the gamut of the hindrances coming here today. And, um, you know, some of those reasons were I have a sweet little three pound, now three pound, uh, chihuahua who has some, you know, things in her mouth, some gum disease that, that needs care. And it turns out that she's been in pain for a while. And, um, my heart just, you know, so this morning I, I, before I got here, I took her to the, um, the surgeon to do oral surgery. And that was, you know, so I was full of that. And then it was raining and, and I, you know, lost my focus and I, I, um, the vet and spirit rock are kind of in the same direction, but then you have to split off. And out of my mind, I started going straight here. And, I, and then I got down the way and I was like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be going to the vet. And so that panicked me a little bit. It was raining and I was afraid of being late. And um, I didn't really prepare anything, which I always do. Last week I kind of didn't. I, I had some papers, but, um, and so all of that was arising for me on the way coming here. And so I really wanted to bring Vedana into the room and um, maybe talk about it a little bit, but I certainly wanted to bring it into the meditation. And what I would like to do right now is offer an opportunity for us to connect with each other by offering a question to unpack one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, there's in triads, I guess, because there's nine of us here. And so if you would be so inclined to just group together in groups of three. And the question is, To share your name and to share your experience of investigating the horizons on in your mind during this sit today. So, if you were able to um, activate rain, what was that like for you? What did you notice? Did any insights arise from that investigation? Perhaps a predominant type of feeling tone. Anything that may have, um, you know, just feel, take a moment to feel into what that was like to, um, to sit with those instructions. And we'll have... Um, Hmm. I think we better have two minutes apiece since we're moving along in time. And the first person is going to be 
closest to this wall. And we'll begin. So finish your thought up. (laughs) And I invite you at this time to just perhaps slide the eyes closed and Allow the words to fall away and notice what may have arisen for you from listening and from speaking. Notice the whole of the body, not simply the mind. And the next person can begin.
generations. <laughs> And begin to finish up your thought. And again, simply allow the words to fall away. And maintain continuity of awareness by allowing that awareness to be inside, inside the body. Notice any sensations there may be. Any tightness the jaw, the shoulders, the abdomen. Full body awareness. And the third person. And 20 seconds more. invitation is to find a place of silence and inner knowing full internal awareness
And I invite you to bring your focus back into the room. And this is a wonderful point to have a wisdom harvest from the Sangha. So in the spirit of generosity, because whatever has come to you as an insight would be a gift to share with each other, I invite you at this time to share, your, share what you shared with your group, any things that may have come to your awareness as a result of your practice today. What's it like to practice with rain? On a rainy day. Can I... um, Oh, good. This is... I don't think it's... It's a muted... Is it working? Yeah. Yeah, my personal process was not immediately helped, but I can see it really being beneficial later. I I mean, I think it sort of hit me after the meditation what the instructions were. (laughs) Uh The the rain, all of a sudden it soaked in like, oh, yeah. And the, the hindrances, the way you described them. I feel like they're going to be more grounded in my mm-hmm. awareness now. Wonderful. So, thank you. I appreciate that. And what's your name? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. And say your name, please. Hi, I'm Caroline. Caroline. Um, I guess um, I wasn't really thinking of RAIN acronym, but now looking back on it, like she said, I thought, oh, I guess I was kind of using at least a couple of them, allowing and investigating, but I I think the investigating was when I was conscious of my mind wondering when I'm sitting, and sometimes I'm not. I'm so relaxed, it's almost like I'm dreaming and I don't even realize my mind is off planning and making this. And and I go, oh, oh, that's what you're doing. Um, Wait a minute. Come back to the breath. So I think that's the investigating part because I investigated what was happening. And um, like I was telling um, the other people in my group, when I found myself drifting away or my mind galloping off, I... um, I was brought myself back to the breath and to bring myself to the present. I opened my eyes to the end. And I, because usually I've got my eyes closed when I'm sitting. And I wanted to bring myself right back to the moment. And by opening my eyes and looking up at the beautiful ceiling for a minute and just looking at where I am and the vastness Mm -hmm. of this room and how lovely it was, it brought me right back to the present. And I could continue with the sitting with the meditation being right here instead of wandering around all over the place. So Beautiful. that helped me a lot. Thank so maybe you. that was partly investigating. I don't know. Say that last part again. I don't know if that was partly a result of investigating what was going on with my mind. To um, be able to come out and look and... To investigate what was happening to me while I was 
sitting and realizing I wasn't being present, you know, for a few minutes and to bring myself back to mm-hmm. the present and where I am. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it sounds like you um, really did do the whole sequence because the first one is to just notice that you are thinking or hurting or whatever it is. And so, you know, you can't do the investigation. You can't allow yourself to investigate until you have that first recognition. And that's where the mind kind of can run off from us, like you said. Um, You know, I mean, I don't know how many sessions I've had where I've gone in and the bell rang and I'm like, oh my God, I've thought the whole half hour and didn't catch it. What does the R stand for again? Recognize. Recognize. Okay, okay. Well, I did do that. I recognized what was going on. I have never gotten, I don't know if I'll ever get to the end, the non-self. I'm not sure. I've maybe gotten little glimmers, like looking through a crack in a door a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, this particular sequence of investigation is really not taking us into non-self, but the fact that we are, we have contacted the witness inside us. We are actually looking at the mind rather than being caught up in the drama of the mind. That alone is um, an observer. So, So as I look out at that chair, automatically I know that that's not me. And so... That's what happens when we do investigation, when we become the scientist. We are now removing ourselves from, you know, being caught up in the whirlwind of the thought. We're looking now through a window. So we have become an observer. When we're caught up in our thoughts, when we're caught up in the story and the drama, um we're really not observing anything. We're just, you know, feeling, you know. So the beautiful thing about Vedna, about um, feeling tone, is not to be confused with um, feelings, emotions. It is the, it's the tone that arises it's the harbinger of the feelings. It's the tone that arises. It's like pleasant, unpleasant. It's actually taking the story down to its least common denominator and just moving all of the drama out of the way. And the moment that we do that, we've stepped away from the story. It's like we've moved now into the body. So the story's going on, you know, my dog, oh, blah, 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 blah. Unpleasant. Suddenly, I've shifted my vision even away from being like all teary and, you know, bent out of shape to being aware of the feeling that has arisen, the tone of the feeling that has arisen. And right there is the point 
in which we can stop the tumbling of suffering, you know, after we have some kind of contact. So when we're sitting in our meditation, you know, the six sense doors, the mind is one of the sense doors, and the object that contacts the mind is thought. The moment of object contacting a door, knock on the door, then we are um, immediately moving into emotion. And we can either get caught up in that emotion or we can stop it right there at Vedana. We can just, oh, that's unpleasant. And be right there. So it's really a very, very powerful tool in terms of alleviating suffering if we can bring this into our lives rather than move into the next phase that follows react, that follows emotion, which is usually reaction. You know, when we are an observer, all of a sudden we get choice. When we are caught up in the in the maelstrom, in the whirlwind, we don't have choice. We're just, you know, puppeting around. So I, I would like to continue to um, hear from others. Julie. I'm Mark. Hi, Mark. And we were talking a little bit in our group about a little betrayal or, or feeling that uh, as far as what's kind of going on in the world a little bit, there's some pretty incredible pressing issues mm-hmm. and you know, having to do with people we respect or honor or, or, uh, or you know, feel betrayed by it a little bit. And kind of was, I was, came in with that really heavy today. And what I was trying to fall back on was, you know, how do I stay connected to people that you feel have betrayed you or how do you stay connected to people that you feel like are making really bad choices kind of thing. And what I really rang today was the allow portion. You know, recognize this is happening, which I think I did, and then allowing those people to be who they are, allowing them to be betrayers or allowing them to be making bad choices. And then, you know, give them that and then, you know, and then be connected with them still. Was kind of Say that again, be connected. Be connected with every human being still, mm-hmm. no matter the fact that they're making, I have these really strong, unpleasant feelings of betrayal or, or that they're making bad decisions and how can they make decisions like that. So, and, it, and so it was very, it kind of let me disengage from the, uh, you know, outrage or the, or the anger or the feelings of betrayal or whatever. And, allow that to happen and then I could start to investigate and I think I even got a little bit towards the non-self where I realized it wasn't just me with my own preconceptions of right and wrong or it was more or less this is how they are this is the way it is we're all still connected we're all still human we have to let that um, have to let that happen because you know can't change it but again I can maybe still have compassion and still care and still be involved. I don't know where that goes, but <laughs> so that was the allow portion I thought was really good today. Mm. That's a very strong and beautiful practice to be able to access compassion 
when, you know, compassion for the person who has a gun pointed in your face. You know, compassion for your attacker, compassion for a perpetrator. It's a very, very deep practice, and it is the practice of liberation. You know, we, we have a certain set of circumstances in our lives right now based on the conditions in which we came into the world. And those before us also had circumstances and conditions in which they came into the world that seemed completely unbearable and un, in, unconscionable and betrayal. And, you know, this is the nature of samsara, really. Not to excuse it or dismiss it or to say that we should not engage in some kind of way to make the world a better place. But the clarity is that from time immemorable there has been all of these horrors and betrayals and difficulties and unbearable things. And our practice, being a practice of liberation, allows us to do what we need to do internally. Not to turn our face away, but to be able to hold the joy and the sorrow, see it with clarity so that we can make effective uh, responses skillful responses, appropriate responses. So to be able to offer, Mark, compassion to the person who is doing the betraying actually is um, is putting the content of that compassion into the world because we are the content of the world. You know, there's that content that is, you know, a horror story. And we can either contribute to that horror by, you know, being angry. I mean, in the end, you know, uh, I forget who said it, some actress. You know, in the end, the anger is, is drinking poison, waiting for the other person to die. So in the end, it is a, an act of deep unkindness for us to harbor um, hatred. It's one of the precepts. It's the first precept that we take along the path of our practice, ahimsa. And to cultivate compassion, which is, like I said, a very deep and intense practice to be able to stand in the face of adversity and still open the heart. But it is the antidote to ill will. And hatred. Um, so, does any is is anyone burning to share anything? I bet you are. <laughs> okay. Um, my name is Claudia. Uh, you said something early on in the meditation, and I wish I remember the language because it deeply resonated with me. And the essence of it, as I remember, was 
that observe really about observing. So you you're just aware of the thought, and then taking that awareness, and then the non-self piece. I think that's the piece that I've really been practicing lately and investigating lately is sort of to allow the thoughts not to define my not to define me but to mm-hmm. allow the thoughts to be a part of what it is to be a human with a mind to use them as a tool to investigate my own inner landscape and how I am relating to the external world but not to so deeply attach to the thought and make it my identity and I think again you said something at the beginning of meditation that just, I wish I could remember, and maybe you can, because <laughs> that language I think would be very useful in future practice. But it was that essence of observing, not, not, not identifying, but observing, so that I do understand myself better and I can move forward in the world without over identifying with mm-hmm. my thoughts. So that there, and that's freedom there, yes. is recognizing that I'm going to have thoughts, I'm going to have judgments, I'm going to have reactions, I'm going to have feelings, but they don't have to own me in, in a way when I'm not aware of them or when I over, over identify and I'm not allowed to just acknowledge I'm a human and that's what my mind is doing in this moment. So, thank you. Thank you, Claudia. What, what a beautiful insight to share. I saw, I saw it burning in you. <laughs> I was telling my group earlier, my, my practice today was a very physically restless one mm-hmm. because I came late and I wasn't, Mm-hmm. Oh. We've come to the end of our time. This is such a sweet, beautiful group. I so I have so much gratitude for having the opportunity to be here with you. And I thank you all for your practice and for your presence. And if we could just take a few moments before we disperse to simply allow the words to fall away. And um, while we're allowing the words to fall away, I'll say just a couple of more words. Um, in response to you, Claudia, These talks are recorded on Dharma Seed. And so if there's some language that um, you, um, or if you want to re-listen to it, you can always go to my name, Amana Johnson. I think if you ask Laura out there, she'll, she'll explain it. But they're all recorded and you can go back and listen again. So if we can just take... A few Amana, moments. can I just interrupt before you do that? Yes. Um, I'm Juliana. I'm the volunteer coordinator. I just Juliana. wanted to make a quick announcement that we're still looking for helpers for next Friday for um, Ashley Sharp's day long. She's our usual um, teacher on the, on Thursdays, and she's teaching a day long the day after Thanksgiving. And I could still use some helpers for that, and it's a work trade for the day. So if you're interested, um, just get in touch with me. I'm at volunteering at spiritrock.org, and there's cards outside. And Thanks. Juliana, what is the title of the um, the day long, or what's it about? It's a yoga. It's a yoga based day long. I think it's just a yoga and meditation day that she's leading. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's um, nine thirty to four thirty. That's our, our, our most of our day longs run about that. And volunteers come an hour early and stay about an hour after to help out.
Yeah. And let me know if you want to volunteer for anything else coming up, too. Thank you. So just allow your awareness to gently drift back into your internal terrain and find your breath. Allow the rhythm and cadence of that breath to soothe you as all of these words fall away. Go well and with ease. Thank you. Yes, do you want the microphone? Okay.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed to continue these offerings, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.